Well, this is episode four of Shinar in the Dust, an examination of Genesis 11, verses 1 to 9. In the last episode, we saw how Noah's descendants decided to settle in the region of Shinar. And as they settled, they determined to, to build a city with a great tower to make a name for themselves and to keep themselves from being scattered over the surface of the earth. Now, this was in defiance of the command of the Lord to, to fill the earth. And so in this episode, we will begin to look at the response of the Lord to their failure to follow his commission. Let's read Genesis 11 and verse 5. This is what it says. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. Genesis 11 and verse 5 tells us that the Lord came down to see the city and the tower that his people had built. Now, let's just take a moment to consider that phrase, the Lord came down to see. If we were talking about you and I here in this, we could understand what that phrase meant. For example, as a father, I may be upstairs in my house and need to come downstairs to see what my child is doing. I do that because I can't see what is happening unless I'm within eyesight of my child. But this is not the case for God. He didn't need to go to Shinar. He didn't need to come down to see what was happening. As an all-seeing and all-knowing God, he already knew what his people were doing. He already saw what his people were doing. This is the God who knows the number of hairs on our head. This is the God who is able to see the, the very attitude of our heart. So nothing is hidden from the eyes of the Lord God. So when we read, the Lord came down to see, we, we shouldn't interpret this from a human perspective. The word see in the original language could be translated by the word approve or consider or discern. And the idea here is that the Lord was coming down to consider or to judge the work that his people were doing. Noah's family was accountable to God for their actions. And God was coming now to demand an account of their actions. And so he stood before them as their judge, and they would give an answer to him for what they were doing. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 11 to 15, the Apostle Paul speaks to the Corinthians and challenges them uh, to build on the foundation of Jesus Christ with material that could survive the fire of God's judgment. So we read this, For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest, for the day will disclose it, because 
it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burnt up, he will suffer a loss. So he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. Genesis 11 verse 3 tells us that when the people of God made their bricks, they fired them thoroughly. They wanted to be sure that the brick they were using, the bricks they were using were quality bricks that would last. You see, Noah's descendants were using the best material they had available to them because they wanted a city and tower that would be a lasting memorial to them and to their name. And so they devoted themselves to this project, doing the very best they could. Any inferior material would, would reflect on their character and their reputation. And, and, and so they did the very best they could, using the very best material they had available to them. So when God came down to see their work, he would not find fault with its quality. These people were proud of what they did. They worked hard and were devoted to the cause of the city and tower. The problem was not in the quality of their work or even in their work ethic. In Galatians chapter 1 and verse 10, the apostle writes this, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. This is where the problem the people of Shinar experienced was. They were seeking the approval of man. They were seeking to build a name for themselves. And in doing so, they had not taken into consideration the purpose of God for their families. They were busy doing the best they could, but they were not doing what God had asked them to do. God had told them to fill the earth, but they were building a city and a tower. When God came down to see the city and tower, what would he say? Well, the next few verses will indicate that he wasn't pleased, but his displeasure was not because they weren't using quality materials, nor was it because they weren't working hard. His displeasure was in the fact that they were not doing what he had called them to do. The whole concept of a city and tower was not from him. This was not his heart for the people of, of the descendants of Noah. He wanted them to spread out and fill the earth, but, but they were doing the opposite. They built a strong tower, but God had never called them to do it. They built a great city, but that was not God's purpose for them. You see, we can be doing the very best we can, but not walking in obedience to the purpose of God. Listen to the words of the Lord Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, verse 22 to 23. This is what Jesus said. On that day, many, notice the word many, Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? 
And then he will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Matthew seven twenty-two to 23. Now, Jesus describes a group of people who prophesied in his name. Notice how he uses the word many. Many will say to me, didn't we prophesy and cast out demons and do mighty works in your name? This was a real problem. They cast out demons in the name of the Lord and did great miracles. And to all outward appearances, they had an incredible, fantastic ministry. But the problem was that God had never called them to do that. In fact, Jesus looks at their ministry and he looks at them as servants and he calls them workers of lawlessness because they were not doing what he had asked them to do. They were doing what was contrary to his purpose for their lives. They were not walking in tune with him. When we read the words, the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built, we are reminded that God will call us to give an account of our actions. And as we look at the context of Genesis 11, these words challenge us also to consider whether what we are doing is what God has called us to do or whether we have been building our own towers. Some years ago now, when I was coming to the end of my service on the island of Mauritius, I, I was asking the Lord about whether I should return for a second term or not. And I remember receiving a missionary prayer letter at that time and in that letter was a quote that I always remember because it touched me at that particular moment in my decision about whether to return to Mauritius or not. And this is what the quote said. How often has the work of God been hindered by well-meaning servants who have simply stayed on too long? You see, there are servants of God who are fighting to hold a position that God has called them to leave. There are others whom God has called to a particular ministry, but they have been resisting that. Sometimes we even justify our resistance by telling ourselves that our fruitfulness in the ministry we are in right now must mean that God is okay with our decision to resist that calling. But sometimes our resistance is known only to ourselves. For many years, I did not want to be a pastor. And even though I found myself in that role, very often I, I refused to call myself a pastor. And it was only a few years ago that I remember being before the Lord and, and said to the Lord, finally, finally, I said, Lord, okay, I accept that role. And God began to open up doors in ways that I had never experienced before, never expected before, because I chose to accept what he had given me to do. The day is coming for each of us when 
God will come down to see our city and our tower. What will he say when he examines our work? Will we hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant? Or will we hear him say, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness? Are you building your city and tower when, when God has called you to fill the earth? Are, doing, are you doing the best you can at something that God has never asked you to do? Our cities and towers may not be made from brick, but they are just as real. All of my life, I, I've ministered to small churches. And I remember some time ago after church service, a man came up to me and he said, Wayne, he says, what are you doing preaching to 15 or 20 people? You should be preaching to 2,000. I remember thinking about that for a moment and then saying to him, why, why would I leave what God has called me to do just to speak to 2,000 people? You see, whether big or small, God has a purpose for our lives. And I don't want to be doing what God does not have for me to do. I, I want to be where he wants me to be. I want to be doing what he's called me to do. And, and when he comes to see my work, I want to be confident that I'm doing what he has called me to do. I don't want to be lured by human ideas and, and agendas. I don't want to be building a tower when God has asked me to fill the earth. Father God, help us to live and to work with the understanding that one day you will come to see our efforts, that you will come down to judge what we have done. I pray, Father, that you would teach us to be a people who are faithful, not in doing what we want to do, but a people who are faithful to do what you have called us to do. I pray that we would not be lured by the attractions of this world. We would not be tempted by the pride of our own life, but that we would be faithful servants in big or small, whatever you've called us to do, may we be faithful and may we be found working and serving with all our heart and all our desire and all our soul, committed to doing what you've given us to do. Teach us, Father, to fill the earth as you called us to do rather than build our towers. And so, Father, may we be your true servants. Teach us what, the, what this passage has to say to us, and may we live in obedience. In Jesus' name, amen.